Hello, good day, good day, good day to you. This is Venice, and you are tuning into my broadcast. Hello, <laughs> I was gonna say, what is this? It's a broadcast. So, you guys, I have been offline on my uh, my broadcasting for I think about two months. It might have been three months. It's been a good long while and I'm back. I needed a break and so I took one. So there has been a lot happening. I'm going to give you some quick life updates and then I'm going to move on. For those of you who are listening for the first time and you've never met me, I'll do a quick intro. My name's Finise. I am a Texan. Goodness gracious. I live in the one of the largest cities in the United States, Houston, and I'm married. Um, my husband is Don, and I have three adult children, three grandchildren, and uh, my family is brings me a lot of joy. Most of my people are from San Antonio, which is in Texas, and I'm Puerto Rican, so I've got the Latin effect. <laughs> Even though I don't sound Latin at all. As a matter of fact, yesterday I went to the store. You know, Houston is extremely diverse. And um, the person, the cashier, we just kind of started chatting. And, you know, he said, I detect an accent. And I said, really? He says, yes. And um, I said, okay. He said, are you Middle Eastern? I said, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. He was like, oh. Well, you know, we you have a lot of the facial um, kind of features of a Middle Eastern woman. I was like, oh, well, I consider that a great compliment. Thank you. In my mind, I was like, I don't think I have a Middle Eastern accent, though. <laughs> so I didn't go there, but I was like, well, I was very, I felt extremely complimented. So that's a little bit about me professionally. I am a life coach. Really, I help women by providing them strategies and ways to overcome challenges. My favorite challenges to work with are perfectionism, self-doubt, and just general fear. Fear of moving forward, fear of, you know, the what's next, fear of moving into the next thing. These days, I find myself, I'm a person of faith. And one of the things I do on a regular basis is I, you know, I pray. I pray every day, actually. Um, and I've been really praying into this question. And that's, you know, God, where are you? And what are you up to? And how can I partner with what you're doing? And one of the areas that I find, this is about two months ago, I really felt like, led to, I feel like God was like, I need you somewhere else. I still do my coaching. I have life coaching group and I love my community and what we're building there. But I really felt compelled to work with married women. And that's actually going to be the focus of this particular podcast. Why? I think in part because I've been married twice um, I'm married 16 years in my second marriage, 
And, you know, I've been extremely open and honest about my marriage. Most of it has just been miserable. I've been miserable. This morning, you know, I was getting dressed and getting ready for the broadcast. And it really hit me that even in my first marriage, I was miserable. <laughs> like profoundly miserable. And um, one of the things I found was I just felt extremely lonely. And loneliness has been a common theme in my life. And, you know, in this year, it's it's wild. I, I love being someone who you know, pretty much my life is about personal growth. And I remember one time I was having this conversation with one of my brothers and, you know, he, he asked me, you know, if coaching and all that is so great, why are, do you still take classes and all that? Like, aren't you fixed by now? And I appreciated his question. You know, the thing about growth is it never ends. So for me, I'm not trying to take a course or a program to fix myself. There's actually nothing to fix. I'm not broken. However, I'm really interested in something and that's, you know, ongoingly growing for a purpose. And that purpose for me is to live really fully who I was designed to be. So in my journey of personal growth, I have learned a lot and one of the things that I discovered this year is I got to the root of some issues in my life. It's been pretty amazing and it's been very impactful and the impact is going to be felt in my coaching. I'm just extremely anticipatory about what's about to happen in my work. But I realized that since I was about two, I've really felt very alone. And it's been amazing to be able to bring healing to that part of me. And I remember uh, feeling, you know, I could be with a whole bunch of people and still feel really alone. In my marriage, I was, uh, you know, like I said earlier, getting dressed. And I remember this Right now, as I'm recording this broadcast, it's New Year's Eve, okay? And I remember this one time I was with my first husband and we were driving home. And I don't know why, I'll never forget this moment. It's like, it wasn't like a, anything traumatic happened, but it was just a moment that I really remember. I remember we were driving home, we'd gone to celebrate New Year's Eve with some family and it was pouring rain. And I remember looking out the window and just feeling like so lonely on New Year's Day. And I was with my husband and my kids were in the back seat. And my children were really little at that point. I'd only had two th children, not three. But my point is, Loneliness ha has been a real common theme in my life and definitely in my marriage. 
if you are a woman who is married, you may have family around you and you feel lonely. I just want to know I see you. I'm not in your shoes, so I don't know what it's like exactly for you. But I know in my experience, personally, I've really lived um, for, you know, I'm talking like 48 years uh, with a real sense of deep loneliness. And I mean, I'm now I can speak about it and speak from a place of of wholeness and what I'm sharing with you has been one of my breakthroughs this year since like October probably. And what I want to say to encourage you today is that one, there is a way to navigate out of loneliness. That's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say, I'm just going to be really honest with you, is you can't do it alone. You know, I I was getting ready this morning, and one of the things that kind of popped in my head, I just keep hearing the words fiercely independent. And I feel like there's someone who's going to be listening to this broadcast. I think it's more than one person. And you're extremely independent. You're fiercely independent. You do things on your own or, you know, you're just like, look, you know, you don't include a lot of people in your space or in your circle. And I I recognize that because I've been fiercely independent since I was really young. <laughs> and, it, you know, every quality has a good side and a not so good side. The problem with being fiercely independent is that there are some times where to really get on the other side of persistent challenges it takes including others you know i call them conduits of healing people can be used by the creator of the universe who loves us so much that he'll put someone in our path and that person is not there to control us or tell us what to do but they're there to walk with us towards wholeness and healing. And I believe that that's what the creator of the universe wants for you if you're struggling with loneliness. You know, the the work that I'm I'm I have a very focused part of my work right now and that's working with married women who are struggling. And you know, when I first decided to do this, there was part of me that was like, why are you doing this? Like, why would you want to work with really pissed off women who most of the time are just really resigned, angry, frustrated? It's kind of like a tough crowd, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And I'm compelled to that community, to that audience, to those women. Now, I think part of it is I have been there and my husband and I, it has been such a profound journey. It's been mostly suffering. I've suffered in my marriage. I've been miserable. I've been angry to the point of wanting to throw things across the room. 
And to be on the other side of that is, first of all, I mean, I want to say it's a miracle, but it's not a miracle. It's me being willing to take a stand for something in the middle of feeling hopeless. That's kind of, that might be the miracle is how do you take a stand for something when you feel hopeless? And I think the only way I could like to respond to that question is there's always been this, I'm getting really moved by what I'm about to say, but there's always been this little tiny voice inside of me that says there's more. And somehow I've been willing to listen to that little small voice and move in the direction of what do I need to do to change this situation? And maybe that's partly the miracle. I say it's the creator of the universe who has given me the strength to lean in to that still small voice that says, there's more than this. And I've somehow been able to lean into it and pay attention to that more than the negative voice in my head that says, look, you should just count your losses and call it quits. You're still fairly young. Yeah, it would take you about 10 years to recover, but you'd at least have a sense of peace. That's how you'd feel relief. That's how it always felt for me. At the same time, there was this other part of me that somehow I knew. I don't know how I knew. I just knew that first, there are two things. One, if I went with someone else, they're going to have their own set of issues and I'm going to still have to work through crap with that person because that's just the nature of relationships. And then the second thing is that somehow I've known, I don't know how I've known this, but I've known that the to make a shift in my marriage the place to look is over with me. Not to fix myself because I'm broken. Not because I have to be the strong one. Simply because I have witnessed the power of really doing the work to change me. And I've seen the results. I don't think we understand fully the profound impact one person can make on an entire situation, family, atmosphere. And today, I encourage you, married woman, to consider that your situation can 
alter. Your marriage can expand into a new place. Is it going to be easy? No. But either way, you're still left with a couple of things. I mean, you have a few options. You could stay married and be miserable and live like roommates and die that way, you know. But see, there's an impact on doing that. And the biggest impact is on your well-being, physically being impacted by being miserable, there's always a cost that we have to pay, even in settling. So you could stay together and be miserable. You could keep fighting and, you know, beating your head up against the wall. And How's that going? That's how it's been going. Or three, you could really be courageous and listen to the wisdom of others. I, I am one voice of wisdom. I'm not saying I'm the know-it-all. I'm not. I'm just one person. But I know I'm not the only one who's saying, look, there is more. And it really takes being courageous because it takes courage to listen to that voice that's not as loud as all the other voices. So that's my food for thought for you. You can get on the other side of loneliness. You can get on the other side of persistent challenges in your marriage. And I invite you to lean in and do the internal work for yourself. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you might get divorced. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Either way, if you work on you, you're going to experience a deeper sense of peace and fulfillment. And your husband should not have any, you know, I I used to think a long time ago, I can't experience peace because of my husband. And I really learned that's not true. (laughs) I am responsible for my peace. I am responsible for my fulfillment, not my husband. My husband is a nice add-on. He's a compliment. He's the icing on the cake. But he's not the source of my peace and my fulfillment. I am responsible for that. So the more I expand my capacity, deal with what's in the way that I'm never able to have peace, why do I feel so alone? The more we get interested in answering those questions and doing the work to get on the other side of it, the more we, like as a woman, as a human being, get to experience a sense of, ah, okay, yeah, I've got this. It's... It's actually, life is is actually better than I thought. But it takes the journey. And I'm praying for you. And I'm really standing for that you be courageous. I can't make you be courageous. That's something only you can do. But I can definitely hold space and stand for you. And I can stand with you. And I can walk alongside you. So that's what I want to say today. I am hosting a three 
day free virtual event called the Conflict Solution. And I'm putting the link for you to sign up. I want you to join me. I want to see you there. I know there are women who are signed up already that are listening to this broadcast. And so I'm really looking forward to this time. I feel like there's something that God wants to do. And the thing about God, the creator of the universe, is he never violates our will. It, everything in our walk and our in life, it's really hinges on willingness. And it takes courage to be willing, especially when it's been really hard. So have a great day. I will see you next time. Bye.